You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Welcome back to Team Talk, ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team, live from Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. I'm Joe O'Neill, Scott Galetti, alongside Sam Hauser back in Albuquerque. But now we are being joined on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline by Jack Nixon, the voice of the Aggies. Uh, good to chat with you, Jack. You doing okay, man? I'm on your show. It's always nice to talk to you guys. Happy holidays. Well, you bet. Happy holidays right back to you. And a much needed, we're going to talk about this football game that is going to be in Detroit here on Monday. We're going to have the game on 1017 the team. But before we do that, uh, let's talk a little hoops. Uh, a much needed victory last night, 85 76 over uh, North Carolina A&T. Again, the Aggies were up 46 to 36 at the half. So they kind of had that 10 point margin, Jack, basically. Well, A&T uh, came back at them. They they really played hard. They cut it uh, down to a, a couple, a single digits at a couple points. But then, NMSU was able to you know to, to edge it out. Uh, Quiet Gordon didn't play last night for the Aggies. He had an injured foot, so they were without him. But uh, the thing that if if, if you want to look at uh, a stat that's impressive, if you like stats, Aggies <laughs> had five guys in in, in double figures. Uh, but uh, their leading scorer, Deshaundre Washington, was not one of the guys in double figures in terms of scoring. So they had very balanced scoring. And uh, a guy who's come on uh, since in the last couple weeks, uh, really playing well, Chichi Avery, who was a freshman here last year and then stayed. And uh, now he's really he's probably been the most consistent uh, of late for New Mexico State. Yeah, no, love that nickname, by the way, Marcellus uh, Chichi Avery. Yeah, he went for 20 and 10 last night in that victory for the Aggies. So uh, your overall thoughts on, you know, what you've seen out of this team, particularly in the last two weeks, Jack? Well, uh, I would say that they, they've kind of, you know, they've, they've been road tested. Uh, they were gone. We were gone for 10 days for, for three games. And, uh, you know, they were able to beat Duquesne, uh, by double digits, uh, lost, uh, by one, uh, at Santa Clara, and then St. Mary's, uh, beat them pretty good. Uh, I think by 13, it's St. St. Mary's, uh, well, uh, I know UNM beat St. Mary's, but uh, St. Mary's, that, that's quite a feather in the Lobos cap. St. Mary's is a very yes. strong national program. Um, anyway, so then, then to go down to El Paso, which is not you know, that, that far, but still, you're not playing at home, and, uh, Kent State was pretty good too, and they were very physical. And the Aggies didn't handle their physical play real well on the first night. And then the, to get North Carolina A&T was nice. I don't know. The Aggies uh, are kind of missing a piece. I think they're trying to get a power forward eligible. Kim Aiken, young man who played at Eastern Washington, and then he played at Arizona. And so they're waiting on an approval or an appeal or, or a, a dispensation of some kind from the NCAA. And so uh, I think that will help, but. Uh, they're, uh, they've, they've got a young center as a backup, uh, Shaq Odenawu, who's a raw talent, who's, who's really not you know, the best sub. So they're a little thin on, on the on the front line, but they they have pretty good guards. And uh, I don't know, it, it's it's uh, that's kind of where they're at. Um, and the league is better this year, really is legitimately is. There there are a couple teams that have had some good uh, out of conference victories so far. So the the league race will be much different, I think, for for New Mexico State uh, fans to observe. 
We're talking to Jack Nixon, the voice of the New Mexico State Aggies here on Team Talk Live from the Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. So, uh, as you mentioned, got to get ready for conference play, and that's the next game for the Aggies on uh, the 28th, Southern Utah uh, in Las Cruces. Um, so, you, let's face it, it, when you're in the WAC um, and a lot of other conferences, it's all about, uh, you know, getting to the NCAA tournament through, you know, getting a good seat in the tournament and then trying to win the WAC tournament okay at this point that's the case for the Aggies so uh do you see them like uh being in a position where they might be playing their their best basketball ahead of them well yeah I I, I guess I hope so uh because I mean they haven't played poorly but but it's been they haven't really had consistent games where they've really shown uh that they've progressed game to game uh and so um I think that uh, yeah if, if, if they can get into uh I guess there'll be sort of a sort of a regular pattern in the WAC. The WAC schedule, since the Aggies are leaving the WAC, the, the schedule's you know kind of brutal. Um, there's a lot of traveling, but you know they, they don't owe NMA any favors. Within although they did, Aggies did make them two million dollars last year in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> but still, the Aggies Aggies are leaving, so uh, so you know the fair is fair. And uh, but uh, I don't know. I think that. Uh, uh, it'll, they, they they can. It's the sort of a thing where where you, you travel so much and you're together so much. You'd hopefully that they would you would bond. And I don't know if, if uh, of course, and if if Kim Macon doesn't isn't able able to play for whatever reason, uh, it's like their their coverage bare because some other players are coming on. It's they're really a work in progress. I think it, it's going to be maybe the end of February before uh, the Aggies are really kind of used to each other and where they're able to hit on all cylinders. Uh, and I'm not saying it will happen before that, but it's just. I, th- I think they're still, uh, you know, kind of figuring it out at this point, really. So uh, let me ask you this, uh, uh, Jack, uh, with the uh, the situation up in Albuquerque and both of the Lobo games uh, being uh, canceled, like you know, and, and then the long road trip, obviously, to play the three games, ten days, like you said. Uh, you know, I mean, how is uh, is it? Are you seeing any uh, long-lasting distractions as a result of you know the unfortunate circumstances a couple weeks back? No, I wouldn't say so. I think you know what had happened. Of course, there was a lot going on, and there was a lot of uh, hubbub about, and you know, appropriately so. I mean, I don't mean that that, that that's what you would expect. I think that was probably distracting at the time, but that's been it's been more than a month, and uh, I think that with the long road trip, kind of you know that. Joe, I don't know if you've heard anything like that, but it is it is so mind numbing after about the seventh day. Just so yeah. I, I just got so lonely, and I missed my dogs, and I just wanted to come home, and <laughs> everyone was kind of feeling that way. So 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 that that was on your mind rather than this other stuff, and I, don't know, I, I think that Jack. Jack, uh, you know, a couple of years back, uh, Jack, that the COVID season, like every single uh, month, was that uh, in the uh, off season, right? Don't forget that, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that, that, <laughs> so, that's yeah. right. But uh, but, but anyway, that's go true, ahead. But but anyway, but it was. Uh, so I think that, that that kind of took their mind off that, and they're back to just playing basketball now, and you know, they'll have a couple of days to to be with, have Christmas, however they're going to do that, and then they'll. We get we got league play, and so that'll be something else to focus on. Maybe you know, uh, have a new foundation, and kind of if if they've got everyone healthy and everyone can uh, can go, they get off to a good start in the league, and then you know, hopefully, some good things will follow. I think it's going to be, I think the league race is going to be interesting. I think the tournament's going to be pretty good too. Uh, I like NMSU's chances, but Utah Valley uh, they've beaten Brigham Young and they beat Oregon at Oregon at Eugene the other night. 
that's pretty impressive. So they seem to be pretty good this year. And he's a good coach. Mark Madsen over there is a really good coach. So Utah Valley might be the team that, that you know, is uh, surging to the top in the WAC, if you will. Talking to Jack Nixon, voice of the New Mexico State Aggies here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, Aggies taking on Bowling Green in the Quick Lane Bowl from Ford Field in Detroit. Monday, 12.30 Mountain Time kickoff. We'll have it here on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, and, and talking about a, a coaching job, Jack, this is what Jerry Kill was brought in to do. I mean, this is kind of the reputation that Jerry Kill has is to come in and you know inject something into a program, get it on track. I don't know that anybody expected it to happen to where New Mexico State would be in a bowl game in his first season with the team, but just what has stood out along the way that that you that you can see that that Jerry Kill brought to this program to get New Mexico State to that that sixth win. Well, he brought organization. He uh, brought the knowledge of how to do things, you know, proper. Well, I say properly uh, in terms of, of how to, to set yourself up to win. That's what I mean by properly. He was able to. We had a, a fundraising campaign uh, when he was hired that, that raised more than a quarter of a million dollars that, that for him to work with, which had not ever been the case down here before for any football coach. Uh, so he had. He had more resources, and he, he, knew, he knew what to do with them. He knew how to use the resources. Uh, he, he was able to get coaches here, uh, and who in his, the full staff and all that they have, much, a much larger staff of coaches and analysts and various uh, associates and all this stuff. Uh, and so basically knowing how to do it and do it right, uh, and I'm not, this is not a, a shot at any other coach, right? Who uh, who, who just but the, Jerry, you know, did it at Southern Illinois, did it at Northern Illinois, did it at Minnesota, and um, so it, he he has a, a track record of success as opposed to of a track record of potential. And so I think you know I, I doubt no no one expected this to be a bowl year, and uh, but it was the sort of a thing where they just yeah, their hard work paid off at the end of the year. Uh, you know they, they're they're going to come in. You're winning five out of six to, to go into this bowl game, and so that that's that's really good momentum. Right, and again, twelve thirty Monday here on on one hundred one seven. The team, the Quick Lane Bowl from Ford Field in Detroit, New Mexico State, taking on Bowling Green. And we've seen over the course of the season, Jack, it's been a couple different quarterbacks have been in there, but Diego Pavia, as of late, really taking a step up here. It seems like over the last couple of weeks, would you say that that there's been a, a big jump here with with some maybe with some of that confidence coming in with uh, with where the program's going? Well, yeah, uh, Diego's had a tremendous end of the season. Uh, you know, the Aggies uh, go to UMass and went on the road, and, and that running on the road's uh, not very easy. And has a real good game there, and then uh, just uh, dominates. Uh, well, then, then they go to Missouri, and, and, and the they, Aggies lose at Missouri, and then anybody who just dominates Liberty. It just it was you know it was not a fluke when the Aggies beat him by thirty five points and Diego was responsible for six touchdowns against a team that you know a program that had been uh, had winning records four years in a row under uh, um, you know Hugh Freeze and uh, Aggies just blew them away and Diego was a big part of that rushing for three and throwing for three and uh, then of course they come home and they have Valparaiso and that's a team that the Aggies you know were overmatched versus uh, in the Aggies' favor so he had another good game there so. Yeah, that's going to be have great confidence. They've got great momentum going in. Yeah, the offense has shown that it can work now. The the first you know for first third of the season, anyway, she was playing at Wisconsin and Minnesota, 
and uh, they played at we had, they played at UTEP, and UTEP had, had it was coming off uh, you know a, a bowl year, and and then you know they just had uh, uh, it, it was a, a tough start to, to the season with that, and then they when they finally got swimming in the same depth of the pool as they were in, uh, then yeah. you know they, they showed that they that they improved and, and got to where they they are right now. All right. Well, as you mentioned, last year, a nice little run in the NCAA tournament and got to play two games, and you're in a bowl game uh, this year. Uh, pretty good little run for you there, Jack. Appreciate you joining us uh, here on Team Talk. Jack Nixon, the voice of New Mexico State, as the Aggies will be playing Bowling Green. Uh, good luck to Jack and New Mexico State. We'll have the game for you Monday at 1230 right here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. All right. Uh, much more to come in the next hour out here live, and then the show will go up until 7 o'clock. When we come back, Steve Burley. A uh, former Pro Bowl quarterback and Super Bowl champ right here on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team.